Blog Talk Radio. Looking for inspiration to take action, to grow? Then you've arrived. The Cocoa Express has been waiting for you. Good afternoon, good afternoon, and welcome to The Best Invention Ever, You. It's a show that explores you, some of the best inventions that God has ever created. And we're going to spotlight with my amazing guest and my co-host, Marilyn Forward, who will be joining us. And we have a a wonderful, amazing, fabulous, I don't have enough words, enough adjectives to describe, Mr. Angelo Ellerby. Um, So... Let me bring on first my co-host, Marilyn, are you there? Yes. Hello. I am here. Happy to be here. Hello to all of our listeners. Um, And so excited to bring on the amazing guests. We're back together again. (laughs) After all these years, it's amazing. Yes. How we are back together after, I think the first podcast that we had was about 11 years ago. And I know we went on for about. And we went on for about three years, and now we're back. Yes, 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 yes. And I'm so happy. And what I'm even more excited about is our amazing guest. He is got to be one of the most um, – I. there's so many ways that I would love to describe him, but it wouldn't be enough. He fits into so many categories. He fits into so many boxes, mentor, friend, innovator, um, forward, you know, I mean, he, he's got mental abilities. Uh, I mean, he can read your mind. He knows what you need. He, he can read you by just looking at you. And in some instances, he can read you just by speaking to you. So mm-hmm. in having that ability and then being a media relations maverick, he knows how to make you what the people want. And he knows how to make you what you need to be to be able to sustain yourself while you're giving the people what they want. I mean, Marilyn, this whole best invention ever you thing has been amazing. Um, Just, you know, in our conversations. And what were you going to say? Yes, uh, thank you, really. And I want to add to that um, because I've I've had the uh, pleasure and the honor of meeting this amazing man. And I have to say he's a beautiful soul. If I had to describe this man, I'd say he is a beautiful soul. And everything that you said plus more. And he's one of the best inventions ever, right? So I love the name of this. I love the name of this, Aurelia. You are the best invention ever. And because everyone is the best invention ever. And and we all have to understand that we are all one, right? We are all one. And I think some people are starting to get it. Some people are starting to understand it. Some people are starting to look within after everything that's been happening and reflect on life, reflect and look within and realize that we have an amazing gift. We have the amazing gift of life. We have the amazing gift of being the best invention ever and having control of creating the amazing life that you deserve because you 
listening right now, you are the best invention ever. And it's that time is, to start be- believing that. That is so true. So let's not hold the audience uh, captured any longer without introducing our amazing guest. Please allow me and Marilyn the opportunity to introduce and bring to you the amazing Angela Ellis. Greetings. Oh, yes. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, Mr. Ellerby. Such a pleasure. It's my pleasure. Who am I speaking with? This is Marilyn. Marilyn Ellerby. A pleasure meeting you, Marilyn. Angelo, Marilyn worked for you a while ago. I mean, I know that you have <laughs> was, such a high turnover. He doesn't know me as Marilyn Forward. I was Marilyn Ocasio back then. It was so many years ago. It was about 10 years ago. Yes, I'm the one that you name, The last name is ringing a bell. Yes. I used to want to go to Dunkin' Donuts every morning and bring you donut and coffee. Oh, and you used to- <laughs> Wonderful, thank you. Even more wonderful now that I'm speaking to you. Uh, you're taking my line, yes. Welcome, welcome. Such a pleasure to have you here. You're in excellent company when you're with my lady, my Coco Express lady. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, we're just so honored to have you with us because of who you are and what you done for the world. It's not just what you've done just locally. It's what you've done for the world. And we want you to know that we believe that you are one of the best inventions ever. Well, let's give all praises to God and bless him for every day I do that. Give the blessings to my mother and to my father who instilled in me the importance of understanding blessings. And people walk through life saying that life is a privilege or it's some... Life to me is a gift from God. It's not a given. And I feel that I worship my gift in prayer, in vice, in counsel, and attempting to be there for anyone that tries to give me a phone call or does give me a phone call, and I'm able to help them with conversation, with advice, with counsel, the way that someone did for me. I think that at the end of the day, that's what it's all about, is giving back, giving up, giving back, never giving up. When you give back, you have the strength to have conversation. There's no need to give up. It's the same energy that it takes for you to give up. It's the same energy it takes for you to continue to go on. And so it's really important that people get an understanding of the gift that they have been given. And that's the Mm -hmm. gift of life. He gives us this. And I think a lot of times people are very remiss in understanding the importance of falling romantically in love with themselves. Because when you love you, you love the spirit and, and of the creator. You love and have an appreciation for wanting to have that reciprocal return of love back to you. You can't be in love with 
you can't be in love with anyone else if you're not loving you. I totally tell people how I want to be loved, how I want to be treated. But it took many years for me to get to this point that the spiritual being inside of me needs that hug, needs that support, needs that counsel, needs to be in love with them. And so many times people just remissed and not understanding the gift that was given to them at birth. We're going through some of the most trying times now and percentages of people who are dying and just dying and dying and dying. If God is not talking to us, if we're not hearing the spirit and the calling and the message, because in all of this for me, is a connection to real life. We become so joined together, going through the same trials and tribulations, praying and asking for God to reverse things. But I think he's opening up doors so that we can really understand our gift that he's given to us. So I say humbly to you, thank you. You are more than welcome. And you know, we have this journey that we all go through and oftentimes paths cross and, you know, we learn a lesson from that particular part of our journey, hopefully to carry it forward so we can be able to either um, repeat it if we didn't learn it or help someone else along the way. That's and, what it's all about. Yes. However, your job in your job, your job is to connect these paths and help these people grow so that they too can be a benefit to the universe that we're in. And can you just kind of, you know, tell us a little bit about your journey, your path, and, and how you came across different scenarios and people and how you've helped them. You can name a few people so that we'll know, you know, how they've touched us because of what you've done. You know, I give God all the glory. I do. I'm just a vehicle and a vessel of his work and his word. Uh, I don't try to take credit for someone's betterment, upliftment, new direction of life. It's all about a conversation. It's all about giving back. It doesn't cost us to give back and to educate and motivate and try to stimulate negative energies to be positive energies. There's been many situations as I'm going through 55 years of celebrating double exposure, from the personal side to the business side. Yeah, we've had, you know, you've had the Mary J. Blige's of the world that I've worked with in terms of my artist development program, the DMX's of the world that I've dealt with in terms of my artist development program, uh, Alicia Keys. Uh, it's teaching them how to love themselves. I think that's the best course that I've ever taught. Is teaching people how to love themselves. And people want to get into the physical, the grade of my hair, the sharpness of my nose, the angling of my face, uh, my body type. Those things are not important. I think what's important for you is to understand what's inside, the importance of that heart and the importance of my digestive system and the importance of the movement of my body. And what is secondary is something that we can always change and alter 
which is our hair and our facial expressions and uh, all the cosmetic things we can always change, but you can't change that inner soul. And so the inner soul becomes the key mechanism of uh, to anyone's success. Loving yourself and preparing your inner love, it is a vibration of movement of your of your brain that gives you an understanding of the importance of who you are. When you look in that mirror, once you fall in love with yourself, you then start to look good. You start to feel good. You're motivated. You can conquer the world. That's how important love is, loving yourself. You take that energy and you apply it to people that you are meeting on your first time, your second time around, and you develop what then would be relationships. Then it would be a courtship. And then it turns into be a friendship. It's. I mean, I, I know that we want to talk about the genuines of the world, the Mary J. Blige's and all the people, the Michael Jackson's and the Whitney Houston's and the Dionne Warwick's, all the people that I've worked with and continue to work with a lot. Um, but I want to talk about the layperson, the mother who is going through domestic violence, the teenage mother, the imprisoned mother, uh, teenage police brutality, all of those things are the real success stories of my life. Writing like two and three hundred letters into the prison system, aiding in existing organizations like the Black Fairy Godmother, who deals with marginalized communities across this country, bringing them into their own housing situations, taking time to have conversations with them about the importance of educating themselves and being the correct, the kind of parent that you would want to, uh, that you would be proud of teaching your children the right tools in life, giving your children the survival the survival tools that's going to allow them to spell out and define longevity. So, I mean, those those are the kinds of things that I that that I'm I'm, I'm very expressive about. I, I I want to let people know that you can be a better person when you treat yourself as a better person. Mm, that is great. And you can be the best invention ever because you are. And you just yeah. have to know it. Yeah, you know, and a lot of times, you know, I remember my mother used to say to me, you know, you, you're you great because you're my child, but I want you to be greater because you're God's child. And then I want you to realize one day that you're the greatest because you have shared your greatness. And the word love, the word love is so very important and it's so misplaced in defining to people. Uh, Mothers and fathers believe because they put roofs over your head, clothes on your back and shoes on your feet and give you a way of education that that's their way of showing love. I think a lot of times we have to tell our young people that I love you and they need to hear it. And they need to have relationships with their siblings, with their mothers and fathers. You need to talk about trials and tribulations and make it a family thing. The suicide rate is so fierce today. Drug addiction is 
off the roof. And so this only becomes, this, uh, this is only happening because people believe that they're going through what they're going through on their own. And I believe that a family, if you have a family, you have to share these moments with your family or share them with someone that you trust and that you love and that they will give you the advice of how to come from that particular situation to the apex of defining happiness. So very important. Yes, yes. And um, I know um, Marilyn, um, she is oh, going yeah. through something. Yes, and uh, she can, if you would like to share that with us, yeah, please. Yeah, I, I want to share because um, I know I'm I'm doing a lot of work um, with teenagers and uh I've also worked with a lot of, uh, you know, models and actors, and, you know, they go on to become models and actors, and the main thing that they needed to learn was, just like Angela said, it's self-love to love themselves. And sometimes I would give them a mirror and say, "Look look in the mirror and say, I love you. And sometimes they would cry because they couldn't, they couldn't look, they couldn't look at themselves and say, I love you. They couldn't look in the mirror. And there's so, like like um, you mentioned, there's so many, oh, so many people turning to addiction and suicide. And I, this morning, am very heartbreaking, and I'm trying not to, not very heartbroken, and I'm trying not to get, you know, too emotional right now. But I received um, some bad news this morning of um, a family member, someone from, you know, my brother's wife on, on her side of the family committed suicide. And, you know, yesterday they posted, um, you know, Instagram posts and Facebook posts that he was missing, that he was missing. And every, and then this morning they realized that um, he committed suicide. And um, and I, I was, you know, so taken back because I was saying a prayer. I was saying a prayer as I was driving and I was crying. This was last week because... As I'm coaching, I coach teenagers virtually also, and I talk to them about, you know, brain health and understanding how the brain works and how they can improve their way of thinking and by doing the things that are good for the brain and avoiding the things that are bad for the brain. Um, And I was working with a young lady, 15 years old, and when I saw the way she was, she looked like she had no life in her. She just said, I'm tired of fighting this emotion of feeling so sad and depressed. And um, so I I worked with her in person. After that, I said, I have to see her in person. And she told me, you know, she was feeling from a one to ten, a one, and now she's a five. And, you know, giving these people hope, giving them hope. And and I'm actually working on a project now with, um, we we were in the works now. I just had a meeting this morning, a Zoom meeting with 12 people, and we're actually trying to develop something for um to create a community and do as much as we can to help as many people that we can and um it goes back to to love love is the most powerful healing yeah, tool that it really we is. can use and love conquers all and people oh, and does. people People in this world need to understand that we need to love ourselves first and spread the love to everyone around us, no matter what. Well, you know, first, I'm very, very sorry to hear about your misfortunes. But, you know, I'm going to say this to you, and I'm not not flipping the script. 
We mm-hmm. cannot sit up and bake and become anyone's judge or jury. I think that's God's work. And for whatever mm-hmm. the person was going through, there was a limited reach out. And mm-hmm. and particularly, I find it very difficult for men, men, mm-hmm. to come to someone and divulge what is personal and what is bothering him. Mental health is dangerous and it's very alive. We have mm-hmm. these exteriors that we build around the titles of being a man, and they're not supposed to cry, and they're not supposed to do this. Well, the, all of that is garbage to me because we're all human, and men do cry, and men do need to have friends, and they do need to have counseling, and they need to be free at liberty to talk about the problems that they're going through. Yes. And particularly when we start to talk about the Latino and the African-American community full of men, they are the ones that seems to suffer so much because the, particularly when you're talking about marginalized communities, you've got to be real tough and you've got to be uh, strong and you can't cry and you can't do, and so what they do from if it if it's a broken family, no mother and just a father, no father and no mother, it becomes one-sided. And so the parents are out doing what they need to do to keep the household afloat. The mm-hmm. other side of it is the kids are not understanding that, and they need someone to talk to. And it's just easy, very easy, to wake up in the morning and say, we're all going to eat breakfast together. And when we sit down at dinner, we're all going to sit down and have dinner. And I remember going around the table and having discussions. You know, what's old is also very new, and it could be used in this day and this time. I know we're into things being very quick. You know, everything is very quick and instant, instant gratification. But there's sometimes that you have to sit back and have an elongated conversation and say, how was your day-to-day? And really be honest about my day. When you talk about the LGBTQ community, do you know what those kids must go through going through public school systems? Do you know what it, I mean, so we can go through, we can go down the line of things that may plague and bring on uh, suicide or bring bring on terrible mind, mind matters. So just as parents and as counselors and as God's children, we, it's okay to spend some time talking to people just about their day and encouraging them. Because today, whatever happened today is not going to happen tomorrow. Tomorrow is always another, it's another day. And while we think we can't deal with it because it's so, it's not even magnified to be what you think it is. When you have someone to talk to and someone with an intellect and intelligence that can dissect what the problem is. Everybody needs somebody. The minister needs somebody to talk to. The first lady needs somebody to talk to. The president needs somebody to talk to. So we go on and on and on, and that's the that's how problems find solutions because we share and we share in it. It's no one yeah. man outside of the man above that is running anything. It's always a team, and that that brings on conversation. And it brings on education, and it brings on an awareness, and it's an opinion versus another opinion, and it comes to solutions. That's what we're all made to do. But yet we don't do it. 
fully. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's, it's so key to to speak to someone. And I was just having a conversation with someone recently, and they mentioned um, there there is a school that has a bench, and a child that does not have anyone to play with will sit on that bench, and that bench is only for someone that does not have anyone to play with. So the kids already know that, and when they see someone on that bench, someone will always go to that child and say, you're alone, come on, come and play with us. So being aware of who's isolating, who is by themselves, who is not talking and approaching that person and going to them and knowing that you love them and that you're there for them and to be there for them. And like so like that, you said, I mean, it's I'm sorry, about looking looking yeah, looking for solutions and things that we can do, even if it's one small gesture. Oh, absolutely. I mean if you just look at the statistics, why does gangs exist? Because it's a broken mm-hmm. home. People mm-hmm. are not yeah. and the gang turns into being the family. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to be loved. The toughest guy wanna be loved. So if you don't Mm -hmm. have a home, you go out in the street and you find a home. It may Mm -hmm. not be the right home, but somebody else is going to raise you. And so Mm -hmm. it's very important as adults that we become the motivators, the caretakers. And it it doesn't cost anybody anything to have a conversation with anyone. And every time you think you're not getting through, you do. They you, they do walk away thinking about what you said. You need to mm-hmm. say it. The consistency in your conversation should remain the same. You should say what you need to say. They don't get it now, but they'll get it down the road. I remember when my mother would tell me things, I was like, oh, yeah, she don't know. And, but as I grew up and I said, oh, I get it now. So it's, life is not a cup of instant coffee. Life is brewed coffee. Anything that comes quick goes quick. But when you take something brewed, it takes time to get the flavor right, to get the aroma right, to all the ingredients. It's a time thing. Instant coffee is where you take the instant coffee, put it in the cup and pour some water, and you got somewhat of what you call coffee. But life isn't like that, and our children are not like that. And I don't care what's going on in this whole another kind of generation world. The roots are the roots, and the roots don't change. Mm-hmm. But we're killing off some of the roots because we are not, um, we're not watering the plants, um, you know, with the proper nutrients that it needs. For example, I say that um, we have allowed modern technology to replace human beings. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Oh, absolutely. And, and that's what, you know, yeah, we have what, to... as, as a responsible parent, as a responsible parent, it's your job to raise your children. It's your job to, to sit them down and have understandings with them. I understand the friendship side of a mother and a, and a son or a mother and a daughter, but then there's that there's that effectiveness of you being a parent to simply say, here's your who, here's your what, here's your where's, here's your why's, and this is what we got to stick to until you're 18 years old. When you're doing that real good, strong job, 
with those children and you get involved with them, they will never ever want to disappoint you. But if you mm-hmm. let them go and if you if you let them grow and then go with no teaching, no love, no embracement, no conversation, what's gonna happen? So whatever you implement it is gonna go down the drain because then they're gonna go out into the streets and fit and believe that they find they find their way in the streets and it's all wrong. Yeah. My mom used to say when I was younger, she said, I'm going to discipline you now because I do not want the juvenile justice system to have to discipline you later. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. It's really well, I, important. It's, it's really important. And I, I said to you guys earlier in conversation, we talk about COVID, and we sort of, let's just see what COVID has done. Did it bring us together as a people? No, in some respects, no, it didn't. It separated us. Uh, Separated us in what manner? I say it separated us because it made us become more isolated. In some respects, that socialization that we had when we were, like, involved in different activities with different communities, that came to a stop, that in-person, you know, contact, that being able to reach out and touch someone, that stopped. As far as the family is concerned, it turned the spotlight on the family, yes, and it made them start to really look at how this family nucleus is is operating or how it's not operating and what needs to be fixed. My point. My point. My point. Okay. You gotta you gotta stomach me, you gotta go with me, you gotta do with me, you got it's a family. We can't go outside, we can't do this, we can't we get a chance to know one another. And everything that is negative, there's got to be some positive in there. you got to, there's a detour in life. you got to learn how to get away from that detour and continue to, 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 to move yourself progressively in a positive point. With all of what has taken place, there is a reason. And if we look at the reasons and analyze them for whatever we find them to be, we'll find that there is some truth in this. And I think it is the kind of unity that has been lacking within our families and our homes for for a very, very long time. We all got to know our, our, our children now, yeah. our mothers, our mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. Everybody, everybody's loving on everybody, and everyone's getting a chance to know. Before... Oh, they come in, eat, they eat, they go out. Da 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 da. Now it's like, okay. So tell me what's going on. What's happening in your? Uh, it's real. Yeah. yeah, and you mentioned something, something as simple as we're sitting down together as a family to have a meal, and that does not wasn't happening very often because there's so much going on and everyone has their own schedule and people are overfilling their children's schedules and then life revolves around their children's schedule. And now, right, the way we've been living and people are really spending more time with their families or at least some, right, and if you have the opportunity and take the opportunity and like you said, some out of something negative, there's always a positive that's going to come out yeah. from it. And it's always also the person perspective. Some people see it as a curse. Some people see it as a blessing. So, right, if you see it as a curse, turn it around. And how, how can you see it as a blessing? Because sometimes it is a, 
it's a blessing in disguise. Yeah. And it's what you, you choose. Know, it's what the person yeah. chooses. It's true. You know, just back on your family situation, I don't know the, the, the involvement of what went on or what took place, but mm-hmm. the passing of this child is going to bring a closer unit. It's going to bring this family together one way or the other. And the parents mm-hmm. and whomever is going to analyze what took place. And how, right. no, we can't fix it with this child, but we can fix it with ourselves. And we can fix it yeah. with the siblings. And we can fix it with, it, 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 it's, it's, there's a reason and a logic behind all mm-hmm. things that we look at as being negative. It's got to be a positive mm-hmm. inside of there. That's how you choose to look at it. Mm-hmm. I just, I just how I've lived my life. It's like whatever happens. I remember many, 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 many years ago, when I was in New York City on 7th Avenue, and I remember my accountant coming in. At that time, we were on 7th Avenue. We had a whole floor. We had 19 uh, We had 19 employees in the whole other bid, and da-da-da. The world was just wonderful. We handled everybody underneath the sun. One day, my accountant came to the office, and he said to me, do you have some money you've hidden somewhere? How are you doing this? I said, he said, I'm going to give you six months to shut this New York City office down and get it together. And I remember calling my mother. This is exactly what my mother said. I said, Ma, I have to talk to you about something. She said, all right, I'm in the middle of cooking my greens for Sunday's dinner, so make it fast. <laughs> so I said, okay. I said, Mom, I'm going to have to close this office down. She said, okay, and. And I said, well, Mom, you don't understand what I'm saying. She said, I understand what you're saying. She said, how did you start this this thing? I said, she said, didn't you start it in the basement of the house? I said, yes, I did. She said, well, pack, I won't say what she said, but she said, pack it up, <laughs> find another place, and keep it moving. Wow. And guess what? That's what I did. And then she said to me, all right, I'm hanging up because my greens is about to get, they're, they're going to burn. Goodbye, click. <laughs> the reality in all of that, after wow. I examined it, it was it was what I was brought up on, her motivation. She was like, okay, you can feel sorry for yourself as long as you want to. How did you begin this? How did you lose it? She always said, how did you lose it? How are you going to clean it up? And how are you going to move on? Figure that out and then call me back. Mm. And that's what happened. He gives you, you, there's reasons inside of it all why you have to do what you have to do, and you grow by them. And in one of my books I wrote, I gave that example. So if you fall down, you have to ask yourself the question of why did you fall down? Then you got to say to yourself, now how am I going to get back up? It takes faith, it takes confidence, it takes endurance, it takes the ability to want to be in love with yourself and knowing that you have the capabilities to be the greatest. But if you stay down on that ground, all they're going to do is walk over you. Amen. I've been, I, I'm, cele- I'm celebrating 60, 60 years in doing what I do. So mm, at the end of the day, there has been an mm-hmm. elevator ride on my life. Sometimes it's been an escalator ride. Then I got to get off that elevator and escalator, and I got to walk back up to them same steps of how I got the usage of both. 
I'm not ashamed of my games and my trials and my tribulations. That's how I grow and that's how I become stronger. I don't close my eyes to a drug addict. I don't close my eyes to a single parent. I don't close my eyes to any of that. Because everybody has to go through what they have to go through to get to the apex of their success. Those are the challenges of life. Those are the experiences. You find you can find your way out of it all. Life is a big old detour. If you want to wait for the, them to clean up the damages from the accident and the detour, then that's on you. Or you can find a way around it so you can get home and get things in order the way that you need to get them in order. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Definitely does. And I always say if if you know the outcome that you want, and you have that vision, and you will have those detours, but as long as you stay focused on the vision, you will get there. But you will have those detours. You will fall down. You will want to give up. But always stay focused on your vision. And, and I'm speaking for myself. Personally, I stayed focused on my vision. I knew what I wanted. And when 12 years ago, my life was upside down, I stayed focused on my vision. And I'm living, I could say today that I'm living the life of my dreams because I did not give up. And every day I would say, I, I have faith and I trust. I have faith and I, tr- and I have trust. And when you have faith, all things are possible. Well, I'm going to try to tell you, that's what it's, it's called L-I-F-E. It's called life. Mm-hmm. And we all, this is, he didn't say he was going to give us roses. He didn't, prom- he didn't promise us roses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he promised us he planted the seed and, and you water it and you you take care of it. I gave you life. Mm-hmm. Now water yourself. Nourish yourself. Take care of yourself. And then claim claim your victory for what you want. Yeah, and it's okay to be depressed sometimes. Depression could be good for you. It could be motivative. It could get you out of that slump and get you to do what you really need to do. That's another experience. But you got to yeah. move on from that. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna sit. I'm not gonna sit on a park bench with a bunch of drug addicts and alcoholics, and I know that that's not what I am to become what they are. I'm not gonna put myself in that environment. I'm gonna put myself in the environment of people who want things in life, who can teach me and instill in me and educate me and motivate me. I want people around me with positive vibes. If if you don't bring that to my table, then you can't sit at my table and eat from it. Mm-hmm. It's all, right. all about, I'm telling you, we can go right back to what the point that I'm trying to make today is called self-love. Mm-hmm. I tell people, and they can call me arrogant if they want, I am romantically in love with Angelo Ellaby, and I love me some God. And that's the will that takes me through all of my years in the entertainment industry. I don't care what nobody else mm-hmm. say. Oh, Angela, you're so fabulous. You're so this, you're so... I ain't nothing without my team, without the man upstairs. And the man upstairs is first, and then the team. I don't do what I do by myself. And I have I've learned not to listen to all of that craziness. I try to stay as humble. I've learned to stay humble by what, by what, what society says is, is failure. Failure will keep your ass humbled. You don't yes, ever want to 
not appreciate people who have taught you and have given to you and gave you opportunities. That's why I'm on this phone today. And I am grateful. Somebody gave me a chance. I don't say no to anyone that asks me to get on an interview. I, I don't care how big your site is. That ain't important to me. If you was there when I needed you, I got to be there when you needed me. That's the way life is for me. We're all the same, God's children. And I know people may not want to hear that, and there may be some atheists. It may be that I really couldn't care. At the end of the day, for me, it's my belief. You believe what you need to believe in order to take you through what you need to go through. But this is my belief, and my belief starts with loving who you are, loving the inner. Look in the mirror and be proud of who you are and where you have come from, and I am. I came from the city of Newark and working out of the basement of my mother's house. I came a long, long, long way. <laughs> and I always tell people, you know, they tell me, they, they'll say to you that money is the root of all evil. And I say, oh, money is not the root of all evil. Jealousy is the root of all evil. Jealousy mm-hmm. can do you in every time. People ain't happy for you. That's why I'm happy for myself. People who, oh, he's not going to come or he's not going to. Yes, I will. Extend the invitation. I work with one of the, Dion work at this stage of the game is knocking down doors at 81 years old. This lady is as humble as blueberry pie. It's, it's, it's understanding how you got to give it back. Mm-hmm. Indeed. So, now, yeah, that's my point for the day. <laughs> well, thank you so much. But I did wanted to ask you, you wrote an amazing book um, a few years back, and it was called Ask Angelo. And it yeah. was volume one. Where are the other volumes? Okay, so we then put out a book called The Sense of Success. Okay. And we put a candle line out on it. And now I'm being told that I have to work on that, really, that fourth book. Uh, And I am. I am going to... I am going to begin to work on this book, I think, like in March or April for maybe a December release in the following year. Yeah, I mean, I enjoy writing, um, but I write on experiences. Uh, I like examples so that people can adapt to the examples. They can be familiar with what I'm saying. And that's all what my books have always been about. It's always been about what I went through with Mary J. Blige or what I went through with this one or what I went through with that one. Because you look, people look at them as being these superstars. They're God's children, and they go through all the trials and tribulations that we all do. And so, yeah, so I am working on that fourth book. Oh, I'm sure that we're all going to be looking forward to that. Yes, great. Because I'm going to be honest with you, I still refer to Ask Angelo when I have, like, some questions when I'm questioning myself Um, and it gives you you know straight talk and that I appreciate and I know I can always call you on the phone but I'd like to refer to your book before Mm -hmm. I call you (laughs) Uh, 
that's really sweet. You know, the thing is, I, there's a poem, I don't know if in which book it is, and it's not my poem, but it's called, I Am Me and I'm Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to send you that poem because I think it speaks volume to this conversation. It speaks volume to our young people who are always wanting to alter themselves or feeling that they don't mm-hmm. fit in or something is wrong with them. And they're trying to comply with other people to get them to like them. And this poem is so, it's so, mm, I love me some me. It says, I am me and I'm okay. I love everything about how I look, sound, feel, and say and do. If there's something about me that is not fitting, I can discard it and invent something new. I am me. I am okay. So it's just like a, I, I, I make in my classes, I make my my students read this thing three and four times. Hmm. And I think what it does is it lifts their confidence, at least for me it does, because it's just reflective of what people go through, always wanting to be better for the next person. And you have to learn to be better for yourself. And you have to learn to accept those things that you can't change. And I think love, again, as the answer to it all. I'm going to forward it to you. I, I okay. love that. I love yes. I love that. I love that poem, and I, I think that's so wonderful uh, for especially teenagers because they're always comparing themselves on social media to others. That's a oh, huge, yeah. huge problem, and they're comparing themselves to others, and they need to know that they are okay just as they are, and just like the topic of this podcast, they're the best invention ever, and they need to start believing that and loving themselves and being confident. So. I I love that poem. It's so beautifully written, and it's so much needed. And I and love that you have your hour. students read it. Yes, yes, and to read it three to four times a day, because the more you say something to yourself, the more eventually you will believe it. And if they keep saying, exactly. I am okay, I am confident, they will believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, I think that environments are so dictative about where you're at, where your head goes. You know, it's like I, I, I just hired this kid to work a couple of days out of the weekend. He tells me he lives in Harlem and he lives in this project, and it's all fine and dandy. I grew up in Newark, so I'm not trying to do that comparison. But when you walk out that project door and you get to the bottom level, it's another world. But when you're strengthening your own, that other world could never mess with you. You can't go weak because you've come from your world of that apartment five A in the project, and you come to you come down to B, being ground, being the ground floor, and you start to assess and you start to familiarize yourself with the community and the people. Never change your goals because of someone else. Your environment has a lot to do, but it has not a lot to do when that head is screwed on tight. When your head is screwed on tight and that energy levels up to say that I'm going to be this doctor and I'm going to be this lawyer, this has nothing to do about where I live. I'm going to strive to do better, to get better, to do better. There's a saying, if you think it, you can do it. If you think it, you can do it. Yes, indeed. And if if you say you can... Right. If you say you can, you're right. And if and if you say I can't, you're right. Also. Yeah. 
<laughs> so both sides. Mm-hmm. But if mm-hmm. I think if I think I can do this, if I think I could be mm-hmm. great, if I think I could be a doctor, if I think I could be a lawyer, if I think that I could be a judge, then I can't. This is what I got to do to be that. Yes. And the one thing that I really would like to hone into is a lot of people, um, uh, they kind of forget that there's a segment of the population that is forgotten, and that's the older people. And what they should also keep in mind is that they, too, still have dreams. And you know, they, let me say this. It's so funny you say that. Let me say this. I turned 65 years old this year, and somebody wrote in to me and said, so when are you retiring? And I said, I earn $50,000 a month. Why would I retire? <laughs> I said, exactly. I'm going to retire when I don't make Got that money anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm not retiring. I, I, what do you, why are you, and then they call me the OG. I'm like, you call me whatever you want to call me. And then people say, are you still doing what you do? Yeah, I'm still doing it. <laughs> but you do, do you still have the contacts? Um, that's a silly question because over the 60 years of my career, things have changed. People have changed. I still have contacts with major outlets. Yes, I'm in business. Yeah. Age is all in your head. And then I, had, I was talking to somebody from People Magazine yesterday, and she said to me, you know, Angelo, I think we're around the same age. I said, how old are you? She says, I'm 58. I said, no, girl, we're not in the same bracket. I'm 65. There's no way in hell you're 65. Well, girl, I don't want to get nowhere near hell, but I'm telling you, I'm 65. <laughs> the, 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 the bottom line for me, you got to, I'm not feeling 65. I ain't looking 65. I don't dress like I'm 65. I ain't going to speak like I'm 65. I'm not going to make that movement. It doesn't matter. And you will stay young because of your energy and your mindset and your pure soul. That will always keep you young. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's, 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 it's you. This is yeah, this, your I'm energy. I'm not going to grow old. Mm-hmm. It's your because energy. Because of number. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think it has a lot to do with that. Okay. I, I have to speak about my father. Really, I think you met my father. He's eight. He turned eighty. He, God forbid if he hears me say this, because if you ask him how old he is, he says I am twenty nine. Twenty nine forever Hollywood, looking good. And when he answers the phone, I call him. He says Happy New Year, and that is his attitude. And my dad looks so young. It's amazing, and his energy. And he dances, and he listens to music, and he's always happy. I've never heard him gossip. I've never heard him complain. I've never heard nothing negative from him. And everyone admires admires him, loves him, and it's his energy that keeps him young. And he has overcome things like COVID, and somebody, a doctor told me he has something. He says, I don't have nothing. And he heals himself with that energy and that mindset that he has. He overcomes yes. and he bounces back. And he is just, it's amazing. And he stays young. And every time you see him, it's like, oh, my God, you look younger. And if I want to take a picture of him, he says, wait, let me get my Hollywood glasses on first and brush my hair, and then you could take a picture. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love yes. it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. I, I, so uh, when you were asking, getting on the topic of 
age. That is mm-hmm. such a myth. Yes. Such a myth. Look, yes. Dion Ward turned, turned 81 this year. Mm. Her train ain't stopped yet. Mm-mm. And it keeps moving progressively every single day with opportunity after opportunity. It's what you it's what you think and feel. She goes out on the road, she's about to go on tour overseas for like a hundred and forty dates, performance dates. Come on. Wow. Wow. God bless her. You gotta keep it moving. Keep, yeah. You gotta keep yeah. it moving. Be excited. Juvenate that body. Do something. Mm-hmm. And you ain't got to exercise. You just need to. You need to stay as mobile and as functional and, and as involved as you possibly can. It keeps me young. It does. Definitely and I'm afraid if I, if I lose if I lose the business, I, that's when I think I'm going to grow old. <laughs> but you're mm-hmm. not going to lose it, so you ain't got to worry about that. <laughs> no, I claimed it. And, and and it's just wonderful having great people around you, like my staff, that keeps me alert. And I've taught them the importance of having each other's back and supporting the mm-hmm. system that takes care of them. That's what's really important. That mm-hmm. is excellent. And you know, and it's you know, it's nice to hear you say that my staff is important to me because oftentimes a lot of people don't even acknowledge the little the, the the little things that go on behind the scenes that you can't see and how important they are to what you do see. Let me tell you, we do a five day week and Saturday is PR our staff meeting because five day five days a week we're talking to two clients each day with their weekly reports. So Saturday is two and a half hours on the phone with me from 11 until an agenda of all the clients. These are not all my ideas. Mm. It's theirs. We all Mm. contribute to it. And I've learned the importance of taking care of what takes care of you. I remember one of my employees who wanted to move to Maine, and he was like, well, you know, I, I'm trying to save money. I said, so what does it take for you to move from where you want to? Because he was very unhappy in Brooklyn. And he said, I really want to move to Maine. I said, so what is it going to take? He said, oh, about $5,000. And guess what? I sent him the money so he can move. And he, when he called me, he, he was in tears. And I was like, what is wrong with you? You didn't have to do that. I know I didn't have to do it. But you're there for me. Then he, when he moved, he said, "I, you know, I, I said, do you television?" I said, "He said, oh, I, well, I watch television by my phone." I was like, "What?" <laughs> okay, I waited for Christmas and I got a fifty-inch, seventy-inch TV and sent it to him. You gotta take care of what takes care of you, and if you want to climb, they should be on the climb. When you take care of them, they're going to take care of you. I learned that the hard way. I give them increments as much as I possibly can. Then they're going to come back and do what? Take care of the foundation. Yes, indeed. Indeed. Well, Angelo, if somebody wanted your services, how can they 
contact you? They can go to my website, which is uh, www.dxxnyc.com. That's www.dxxnyc.com. Uh, all of my social media is under double, uh, double Exposure. I think on Facebook, I have a personal page. It's Angelo LRB. It's just Angelo LRB. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the only one that differs, but everything else is double exposure. And they could always pick up the phone and call me. That's 201-224-6570. 201-224-6570. That is great. Angelo, I cannot, um, both Marilyn and I cannot tell you how great it is to be able to have this opportunity to sit down and, and talk with you and let you share your wisdom because – we need to be able to hear and understand, you know, that things are not as complex and complicated as we try to make them out to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's very true. The, yeah. Yes, and what you've said is giving all glory to God. Mm. Um, I believe in making sure that I give back and I help those who've helped me. Those are the three things that resonated with me in this conversation. And Wonderful. Yes. I like I like what likes me. You like me, I like you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I ain't got no time to waste on somebody that don't like me. But what, what are we doing over there? <laughs> I need to be right with in the park where everybody likes me. Yes. Because I like. And them. that is that is important for people to understand because. We get in our heads and we start manifesting all of these things and they turn into these huge, giant monsters that we can't control. And it's just simple things that we need to understand. It's not all of that stuff that we've created. And I thank you for for putting it in a, a, a nice little package for people to really be able to sit down and go, oh, let me get out of my head because it's it ain't that deep. It ain't that serious. This is what I need to do. And, you know, we, you know, we appreciate that. And that's why we believe that Angelo Ellerby, what is he, Marilyn? He is the best invention ever. Best invention ever. ever. We appreciate oh, you so uh, much. I, I, I have my proud T-shirt on today, too. Oh, I have you. it on right now, too. <laughs> I have it on right now. And uh, I so inspiring, such inspiring words, so motivating talking about the self-love and being romantically in love with yourself because that's where it all begins with loving yourself and giving all the glory to God. So thank you so much. We appreciate you and we love you. I appreciate the both of you and together you guys are going to make history. I believe that. Claim it and it's yours. It's wonderful. Just receive it. (laughs) Thank you. Receive. Thank you. Amen. You all have a blessed, blessed Saturday, and any time that you need me, just reach out. Thank you. Thank you. Greatly appreciate it. Bless your heart. Have a wonderful weekend. Take care now. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Marilyn, that was an amazing show. What do you think? Yeah, it was. It was amazing. Oh, my God. He was like, wait, Marilyn? Because it said Marilyn forward threw him up. They want to say, yeah, remember the Dunkin' Donuts with the coffee? Cracking up. <laughs> so the the beginning was um, because since I heard you talking, I thought that was all on air, so I stopped talking. So maybe you could just edit that, like the the beginning part of it, where like he wouldn't come in, because I think there's going to be a huge gap of silence. 
Okay, well, I because think we're still on. We're still live. We're still mm-hmm. live, and I think someone just joined in. Let me see if they have something to ask. Oh, really? Yeah. Hello? You're on live. Greetings, Zemane. Hey, how Hello? you doing? Greetings, Zemane, with the follow And look, Mike, check. Can you hear me? Yes. Can I? Can you hear us? Yes, ma'am, I surely can. Greetings in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. My name is Pastor Don D. CEO. I'm excited to be on this program, and I'm happy you opened my life. I got one question. Going into 2022, what do you see God has for you as a speaker? I'm glad you educated everybody, but I want to dig into your personal reality. What do you see in the days to come? So I can start. Uh, really, did you want to start or do? No, you go ahead, Marilyn. Okay, um, I I believe in divine guidance, and just as Angela Ellerby, um, we give all the glory to God. And I actually, um, this is something that Aurelia and I started 11 years ago. And um, and I always say, even if you're impacting one life, it's a life. And that's our vision is to impact as many people as we can. And I believe that we will attract those people that we are going to be able to make an impact on. Uh, This is our very first day. We just launched today and we had uh, this amazing guest. Yes. And (laughs) yes. And, and also, you know, with everything that's going on in the world, and I actually said a prayer um, last week, and this, you know, Aurelia came to me and said, let's start the podcast again, and things are coming to me, and it's not like I'm out there looking for it. and I know that I'm divinely being guided. I truly, truly believe that, and we are part of making a difference, and we may not be able to change the entire world, but we can change our inner world and our community and those around us, and then those people can make an impact on other people. And I, you know, this is you being the best invention ever and reminding people that and being that community of service to others and spreading love, and that's my vision to um, have people return to love because that's what's missing in this world, to love themselves and to love others. And love is the most healing, powerful tool there is, and it's lacking in this world, and it's lacking in people, and that's why there's so much addiction and suicide because they're lacking love from others and also lacking love of themselves. And we want to create an awareness. And we want to tell people how wonderful and amazing they are, and they have to start believing that. And it's going to take time, but just like Angela Ellerby said earlier, it's not going to be instant. It's like the coffee is brewing. And um, so that's my vision. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that. Thank you. Anybody else want to take a stab at their question? i got to hear the rest of the testimony. These are powerful. Well, basically, I am just in line with my my co-host, Marilyn. So whatever she said, we have discussed it, (laughs) and this is what we believe. Amen. Thank you all for Mm -hmm. opening my mind, and I want to give you all blessings. It's 2022. It's a new you that's about to be born, but you can't go if you don't get the the, the call. You got to answer the call. You might have an inkling in your belly saying, I'm not supposed to be there. 
But if you go and you show up, you like, wow, I'm supposed to be here. But if you don't go, you mm-hmm. never know. Thank you. Aww. Thank you so much. Well, we greatly appreciate you for tuning in and listening to our, our show. I hope you join us again because we're going to be back next Saturday um, with some more amazing, amazing opportunities to meet amazing people. So um, I hope you can join us. Yes, ma'am. I will definitely make it my business. Thank you so much. And Marilyn, if Have it's okay day. with you, excuse me? Did you say oh, you yeah. I know you're about to wrap this. No, I, I know you're have... watching the show. So do you have, um, how did you find us? Did you find it through the Coco Express uh, website? How did you find oh, us? I have 35 interns. I've been doing radio since I was three months old. And I call in shows randomly every day because I got to find out what's going on with the world. There's one thing what they put on Fox, CNN, and all the major new broadcasts. But mm-hmm. you find out the real news from talking to people. Okay, so follow us on the Coco Express show. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So, you have, um, he can, you have the the Facebook page with the Coco Express that he can Um, follow? We have a website. He can follow us on the, um, we have the website. It's the Coco Express show um, dot com. Um, He can, connect with us there so um we're out there and he can find us easily and i think i've had conversation with him in the past so yes i've been here several times amen yeah. awesome okay, okay have a great okay. last day okay have a wonderful yes, weekend you too thank you bye now so, Mar- bye so Marilyn, it's time to call it a day Okay, and remember, everyone, that you are the best invention ever. ever. So go look in the mirror and tell yourself. Bye now. Be blessed. Okay. Thank you, Aurelia. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for spending time with us. Come back now, you. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.